0: Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10.
1: Stuff in Texas. Now, I'm not saying she could actually get it. Yeah. But if you're the donor class that wants Trump gone, you tell her, fuck it out for a few months. I'm going to put some more money in your bank account. Because if he gets convicted, you do want to have a candidate with well, enough can delegates to go back. They can yeah. be on the floor and have a floor fight why with That's isn't Trump. Trump.
0: Ah, that's Joy Reid offering up her beautiful insight and consultant... Opinion. Thug it
2: out. Thug it out, girl. Thug it out. got thug it out. Dawn, do you thug it out? Oh, yeah, all the time.
0: Minivan thugging it out. <laughs> Watch out for those minivan MAGA-loving thugs in the suburbs rolling to soccer games and football games. Welcome back in. Kelly Company. Gotta thug it out on a Wednesday. That's how you get to Thursday and that's how you get to Friday. As we keep going here, fourth and final hour underway, Nick Dawn and Greg. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. The morning mystery movie clip coming up at 920 this morning. So, not a great night for Nikki Haley. That is obviously the big story of the day, which we led with in our big take. Uh, a lot of conversation in the 6 o'clock hour, and certainly plenty of conversation around New Hampshire. In the cut sheet at 7.45 this morning, but maybe you're just waking up, just going out and about. Maybe you weren't glued to your television or social media last night. Donald Trump uh, wins New Hampshire. They call the race with about 19% of the vote in. So less, less than 20% and it was already a wrap. Donald Trump gets 11 delegates to Nikki Haley's eight. He wins by about 12 percentage points, 55% to 43%. Uh, raw voting numbers, he had 34,000 more votes than Nikki Haley, 163,000 and change to 129,000 and change. And Nikki Haley can con- continue to position this as I'm in it for the long haul, I'm a fighter, I'm a grinder. The reality is, as I said in the big take at 6:15 this morning, there's no market for her style I think of Republican politics. Many people have spoken, the days of Bush and McCain and Romney are long gone. The large base of Republicans that support Trump They don't want that anymore. They don't want the wars. They don't want the swamp creatures, all of this. And it's very fascinating how Nikki has tried to position herself as Trump being propped up by the political elites, which is completely not true. But the writing is on the wall. And I said that she has to have her, you know, come to Jesus moment where she says, you know what, Um, after reflection and prayer and talking to my significant other, I have decided to suspend my campaign and throw my full support and endorsement behind Donald Trump. She's at the point now where Ron DeSantis was a week ago after Iowa. DeSantis came to the conclusion he announced last Sunday he is suspending. Vivek before him, Chris Christie before Vivek. And when you look at the path and you say, well, what's the path? To me, there is no path. She loves her state of South Carolina, born and raised there, Clemson graduate, two-time governor. But the reality is in the polls of the 16 upcoming primaries of 11 of which will allow independents to vote, Trump is leading by an average in each and every state of about 30%. So, you know, it might be her home state, but the top political people in that state from Tim Scott to Lindsey Graham to Nancy Mace to the current governor, Henry McMaster, they've all endorsed Donald Trump. So, yes, there's... Look, Nikki has her following, she she has her base, but when you look at the calendar ahead and the schedule, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So you have Nevada coming up February 6th and 8th, they do a weird thing where they go a primary and a caucus two days apart, one month from today, February 24th of South Carolina, and then Michigan will take three day, uh, take place three days later.
1: And Michigan is an open primary as well.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: Super Tuesday is March 5th, and then after that,
0: you hot, early April, you have Connecticut, Delaware, New York, Rhode Island, Wisconsin. Pennsylvania is three months from today, April 23rd. And then, of course, the convention, July 15th to the 18th in Milwaukee. So, I you know, if we were just taking bets on the show, the bet right now is, what's the date? Is it before? <laughs> is it over, under? Is it before South Carolina? Is it before March 5th? It's probably got to be one of those two unless she's just going to keep playing with everybody else's money. I mean,
2: that's where we're at right now, well, right? Well, I want her. I've, I want it by Friday night. <laughs> do is saying she wants it out by Friday I
0: would, night. Uh-huh. I would like it, too, because that gives me an easy big take for Monday.
2: See? Make, <laughs> just make it easy on yourself. Make, make it easy lady's... on all of us. It's all about us.
0: I'm thinking about convenience of the content of the show. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: it's You know, Thursday is a full moon, and uh, maybe it... the, the change of the tide. I don't know. We'll...
1: Guys, she ain't going anywhere she's not she's not going anywhere she has she has the backing of the donors it's but be a long the, haul.
0: Let, let, let's go back to what tony brought up with the story with the owner the billionaire of the LA times he has a pain threshold as well elon musk i hate to break it to everybody elon musk has a pain threshold sure he lost 22 billion on twitter maybe that's the breaking point but everybody no matter how much money you have even if you like to gamble, you say, oh, I don't feel it. I don't feel the pain. There's eventually a point where you lose money and you lose so much money that you're like, okay, time to pull the plug. What that is for Nikki's donors, we don't know. I you know, I mentioned the analogy. It's like my mother-in-law at the casino with comps. She's just pulling the lever, having a blast, <laughs> free rolling on somebody else's expense. You, know, you talk about, Greg, you made the credit card analogy, you know, the American Express card with no limit. But eventually, like the L.A. Times, where this owner is saying, hey, I'm losing $40 million a year, um, these donors are eventually going to say, time, effort, energy, resources, money, it's just not fair anymore. You're denying the inevitable. Time to pull the ripcord.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, Phil, if you could grab cut nine here again, I'm going to play this uh, cut from Nikki Haley last night. I mean, this, this to me does not sound like a person who has any... Um, has any plans on giving anything up or quitting anytime soon? Uh, cut nine. Phil, go.
2: I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it, and I want to acknowledge that. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class; they're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. It's not over. Yeah. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go.
1: There you go. Yeah,
0: She's selling it. She's trying to have conviction and courage and strength behind the words that are coming out of her mouth. It's just that when you look at the scoreboard, it's not reflective of the spin that she's trying to spin to her donors, her base, and whatever following constituency wants to see it. And you look at New Hampshire. I mean, I gave you these numbers. This was from the CNN exit poll. The Haley party registration for the Republican primary: seventy percent were unregistered, were registered undeclared; twenty-seven percent were registered Republican; three percent unregistered before today. If there was a spot on the calendar of all these primaries with a schedule where you say, "Okay, where's the state where Nikki can, you know, lose by five or seven or eight percentage points?" I think New Hampshire was the spot, and it didn't materialize. It just didn't. And Trump, let's be honest, he spent half the money. He spent one-tenth of the time. Trump Trump treated New Hampshire like Tom Brady treats a preseason football game. <laughs> he showed up, he played a series, and he, got, he went three for four for a touchdown, and he got out, and he moved on, and then the backups went in. Donald Trump did not make um, New Hampshire out to be like his Super Bowl. Mm. Nikki made it to be everything. I mean, she, she might as well have rented a room at Chris News' house. Yeah, she was there for like a year, wasn't she? Pretty much, yeah.
2: And so that's the best she can do. That's the best she can do. So, so a good point. please, you know, Friday's going to be a nice day. <laughs> Could she do it by three o'clock? Just announced through by three, let's say three thirty on Friday afternoon. Please,
1: Bill, Bill L on the YouTube chat says, "Please save Dawn." Saying, "I want it by Friday night." <laughs> well, I
2: mean, look, you want to pound it, you can. Oh, good ahead And then do like a dry rub. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I met Nikki. Call, you know, yes. resigning. Yeah, I'm. You know, we we always monitor everything that's going on. And I've, as we're having the, uh, the the very serious conversation about this all important presidential election coming up, you look at Fox News. What are they talking about? The fact that the border crisis or lack of a border, as, as I call it, the Southern Crosswalk Crisis, <laughs> yeah. uh, is played front and center in New Hampshire, and and why people across America are upset. And then you look at the other networks like CNN and NBC. What are they talking about? uh the oscars the oscars (laughs) (laughs) you know they do not want to talk about joe biden they do not want to talk about the crosswalk crisis which which
0: is a fascinating thing so the guy that you you really try to prop up is unproppable right you can't elevate joe biden if you're cnn or msnbc and then you don't want to air trump's victory speeches Mm -hmm. on your network so what are you going to talk about you, you can't talk about the guy you root for, and then you don't want to give any coverage, any victory speech presentations and limelight to the guy you despise, so then you're forced to talk about, what, award shows, yeah. TV shows? Hey, what
2: are you watching? You
0: know, that, that would, <laughs> Nothing else going on. I, you know, that would be like the equivalent of coming in and doing like a sports radio show and saying, I'm yes. not going to talk about the Eagles. Okay, well, what are you going to talk about, pal? Like, this is what you got to talk about.
1: Bill Hughes on the YouTube chat says, do you think she's tenacious being uh, Nikki Haley? Do you think she's tenacious enough to go no labels? No, I don't think no. she's going to go third party. No, no.
0: It would be career suicide for her. A hundred
1: percent would be. Yeah,
0: but it's, her, That's the Joe Manchin's of the world.
2: She cl- so she's claiming, hey, look, so the way she's saying is, look, Joe Biden had write-ins and got the majority of the vote as a write in look at trump why didn't he get 60 or 70% or 80% so what she's saying is basically uh, nearly half of all the so-called republicans don't vote for trump mm-hmm. but, but the truth with that is that there are so many of those independents there that that kind that does we have to we have to report that properly mm-hmm. you know as you have because it skews yep. it
0: yep Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, no, you're totally right. 855-839-1210. We'll get to Dawn's Big Three coming up here in about three minutes. I just wanted to wrap up with the way uh, this was covered from all of the networks. So, in Iowa, CNN, Jake Tapper, they carried Trump for about 18 seconds in his victory speech. (laughs) Then he spoke over Trump, and they faded him out and bailed. Uh, Rachel Maddow, last week from Iowa, after Trump won, uh, MSNBC... Gave the We have decided upon further review after our editorial executive decisions that we will not carry the 45th president of the United States live in fear of we can't fact check what he says on the fly. So then this past week, we have everything that played out last night. Um, to my knowledge, I'm just going to assume uh, until told otherwise one way or the other that they did not carry Trump again last night. So this continues with the election interference where the media but it's fascinating msnbc will not cover anything trump that's positive but when he has his day or days and there's lots of days in court they go with coverage Mm -hmm. so they will they will only show the left-wing viewer trump in a negative light They won't show him in victory. They won't show him smiling. They won't show him laughing or having a good time, congratulating Ron DeSantis, retiring DeSanctimonious, things like that. So it's it's clearer than ever that all of the networks, and I'm saying that loosely because I don't know specifically what CBS News is doing or ABC News or things like that, but we can definitely tell from the MSNBC perspective and to a little bit of a lesser extent CNN, they just will not show Trump in any positive frame or light. Which is also, if you think about it, in many regards, career suicide for them. Because remember, CNN's ratings were at their best during the Trump presidency. So you know it's it's fascinating that they're willing to cut off their nose despite their face with yep. this this like
1: moral journalistic duty they think they are. They know exactly what they're doing, giving guys. to the public, yeah, they, right? They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it- but they
2: think about that. They think essentially they show. What they think of their viewers, because they think you are stupid, and so they're going to omit this. They think that they are your voice, right? That that's what they're. It's it's totally disrespectful, yeah. to, and and believing that well, our viewers are are clearly not that intelligent. Well, even if you have the the data
0: that says your viewers don't want to see Trump, you almost have to just bite the bullet as a news organization and i use that loosely these days a news organization it's kind of your journalistic duty to show the speech of the republican frontrunner that won another primary that is the former president of the united states that according to polls and betting markets is the favorite to be president again it's a dereliction in your duty not to show that right yeah. whether you like him or not or even if it's so even if they have the data that their ratings might dip slightly Hey, bear with us for five minutes. Yeah. Here's Trump. This is a story, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, you're right. I mean, and Rachel Maddow can make a face and say, "I know," but it's technically this is news, and this is who the Republicans apparently are going for. So uh, l- let's let it rip and then yep. show it, and then she can come back and give her commentary. But the truth is that they don't want they don't want uh, Trump to be able to say on their air look at the border, look at the economy, how much, you know, how's it going for you? They don't want that opportunity mm-hmm. because they're actually afraid that a lot of people might go, oh yeah, yep. look at all this hot mess. Yep,
0: you're right. All right, 9-16, we're uh, about five minutes out from our morning mystery movie clip and we get to Dawn Stenzel's Big 3 at 9. It's the Big 3 at 9 on Kale and Company.
2: And our Big 3 at 9 sponsored by Piazza Auto Group this morning. So, We still don't have a lot of answers as far as this cyber attack that tried to has attempted to lock up and shut down an emergency dispatch 911 system for days now in Bucks County. And so, why would they do this? This has been going on since Sunday afternoon, and county officials say 911 services remain operational. Yes, because they went to this backup system. Literally calling in all hands on deck and and doing things by hand.
3: (laughs)
0: We've gone through the analog system of yesteryear. So,
2: pen and paper, writing things down, and kudos, right? Kudos to these individuals who who work on this. Mm -hmm. Everybody's all hands on deck. So, the people and the power of the people there, and they were fully trained for a backup system like this. But the question is, who in the heck committed this cyber attack? On a 911 emergency system. Right.
0: You've obviously got to be very, very technically gifted. Right. Some computer whiz kid to crack a system that's, you know, protected, you would think, by the government.
2: So it's a, it's a, it's a concerning situation to the point that now the feds have joined in. They, they have state level help, but the federal, federal agents and specialists now have joined in to A, try to, restore the system but uh, you know obviously this is a on a level of a national security situation that the federal government and the feds are involved to say who did this and where is this coming from we really don't have much information on this
0: i think it was russia bizarre it was the russians
2: when in doubt blame the russians right maybe it's you know hopefully i mean i hate to say this but hopefully it's some really smart te- local teenager Who's just mad? At the local police. I'm serious. I would rather have that right. than, God forbid, what you're saying. Which is,
0: but you know what? That's very concerning that some some mad, angry teenager in uh, Telford can can crack the system. Yeah.
2: Well, this yeah, that's true too. These kids, these kids
0: nowadays. Yes. Yeah, so this is why we got to get kids back into sports and out of the house. Uh, too much time on the computer.
2: I know that Greg alluded to this, but I, I think it's worth it to talk about this. Would you rather see Punxsutawney Phil upcoming on uh, Friday, February second,
0: or Chris Christie in a speedo,
2: or Chris, uh, Chris? Oh God, in a Chris Christie in a big fur bear costume, <laughs> not a speedo. Or would you rather see a big coin, a giant coin? So if PETA, the People for Ethical Treatment for Animal of Animals, uh, if they got their way, and they are urging Pennsylvania and the president of the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club's inner circle. Urging them to re- retire this for this poor furry Phil, and in fact, you know, just use a big coin to show like a coin flip. Oh my god! Seeing its shadow, Jeez. it's weird. Hey, we're going to retire. We're going to retire a groundhog. They said he is not a meteorologist and der- deserves better than to be exploited every year for tourism money.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Should kindness prevail, the huge coin could easily replace him as the Pennsylvania town's gimmick to draw I My tourists. guess is
0: that town probably creates a good amount of money for themselves with on that whole gathering.
1: By the way, groundhogs are just giant rats anyway. I like, agree. They're, they're disgusting animals. I know. They're nasty. Yeah.
2: They're stanky.
1: Yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, when they... They live underneath my shed and scare... <laughs>
2: no, that's,
0: that's it. Yeah. This is a that's personal thing. Scare up. my son. Yeah, stalker has got Aww. groundhogs in his yard, <laughs> digging up holes.
1: I'm, uh, the, the more we eliminate groundhogs, the better.
0: Stalker's going to be like head Elmer, head. Elmer Fudd out on his porch <laughs> with a big rifle, looking looking for Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: go to see the rabbit. No, he could have the Joe Biden audio just playing. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah,
0: that groundhog comes out, digs another hole, and then you hear this out in uh, Willow Grove.
3: Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> uh, well, we we'll are. will teach s- Donald Trump <laughs> an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to. <laughs> we will
0: teach that groundhog a valuable lesson. Don't mess with my yard.
2: That's so funny. Well, we have to celebrate uh, the fact that we have a, a Philadelphia native and Pennsylvania native uh, on the on the stage. Hollywood actress as part of um, not just the Golden Globes, but the Oscars, which were just announced this week. We haven't talked a lot about it, but this is Divine Joy Randolph, who is originally from Philadelphia and then moved to Hershey, PA. And so she was on stage, and she had that well-prepared speech, making sure to thank her co-stars like Paul Giamatti and Dominic Sessa, and telling them that you've been an absolute dream to work with. But, yeah, she moved to Hershey from Philadelphia when she was a middle middle school student. Maybe the theme here is get out yes. of Philadelphia. Get out as soon as you can. But uh, she's now leading the supporting actress. She's the front-runner in the supporting actress category for The Holdovers. I don't know if you've seen that. We saw it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend it. But we haven't talked a lot about The the Oscars. Seriously, the other networks this morning, when they didn't want to talk about Trump mm-hmm. or any the border or the economy, yeah. uh, they were going on and on about this. But the the headline this morning is how Barbie was snubbed.
1: Oh, I legit have not seen any of the movies. Really? That they know? I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. I haven't seen that. It's so long. Flowers of the Killer Moon, or whatever that yeah, is. Stuff, um, really good. It's like three and a half hours. I need to devote, yes. you know, weeks. To watch a three and a half hour show. Honestly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I watch T V at you know, twenty minute increments.
0: Right, right, exactly. And that was Oppenheimer's three and a half. I think Sound of Freedom is a little bit long as well.
1: Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen anything. You
2: haven't seen Sound of Freedom yet? I haven't seen anything. No. Sound of Freedom. No, he's great. He's busy being a brand manager.
1: He's managing the brand.
2: Well, s- and Sound of Freedom I, is excellent.
1: And a three-and-a-half-year-old, so. Yes. And, and, he's a half got, year old. and he's got groundhogs. That takes, um, that takes up mo- most of my time.
2: The yeah. Holdovers isn't as long, so it, it is good. But Killers of the Flower Moon, that's the Scors- Scorsese film. Yeah, with De Niro Larry, and
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, who
2: got yeah. snubbed, right? But uh, but um, but Killers of the Flower Moon, Larry actually misled. It, it's like four. It's, it's so long. Yeah, I can, so I he, he I got the tickets. It. He was like, oh, it's only three. It wasn't. He actually misled me a little bit yeah. just to drag me into the theater. misinformation. It was. It was misinformation. Maybe
1: you wanted to make out in the movie. If you right. That. Yeah. Yeah, that, was right. Why, that was why he brought you there. Yeah.
2: But these, I would recommend Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. I would simply say, be you know, do it at home so that you can do other, fold laundry or do other chores <laughs> while you're because there's no way. It's just like what a ringing, so what a ringing
0: <laughs> endorsement from Don Stensland. Do
2: you do chores while you're watching a movie? Oh, totally. Yeah, I can't sit still. Yeah, Kristen's
0: a big laundry folder while watching like a yeah. big show on Netflix. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it.
2: I can't. I can't.
0: I need my focus.
2: So we, w- luckily, we always go to the movie tavern. So up in the middle, I'm like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get more red wine. Yeah. Because it's like I cannot for f- nearly four hours. Right. That's ridiculous. It is. So anyway, but you know what? You know who we love we can do Piazza Auto Group for a limited time, 0%, 0% APR for 60 months. This is unheard of. You got to do this. Select the 2024 Mazda CX-5, Mazda CX-30 models. Find yours, Piazza Mazda of Westchester and Reading, or always online, PiazzaMazda.com. So thank you, Piazza Auto Group. We love you, Piazza Auto Group, and sponsoring our big three.
0: All right, Don, thank you very much. 9.25. Let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
3: You're the expert on spying and tradecraft and all of that, but not Pankowski. You've met him once. I know him. He would never leave me to die. And I'm not leaving him. I'm afraid it's not your decision. You said the problem was there's no way to coordinate to let Penkovsky know about the escape plan, but there is a way. Me. I can tell him If I go back to Moscow. You would do that? Yes. No, he wouldn't. Because
2: he hasn't entirely lost his mind.
3: James, be a bloody professional. I'm volunteering to bring back to the best Soviet intelligence you've got at a time where Russia and America are on the brink of nuclear war.
1: Think you know what it is? We call it 12 at 855. 839 and you could win this great prize.
0: And once again today, the great prize is a copy of the book, All the Light We Cannot See, a novel by Anthony Doerr, a book about a blind French girl and a German boy whose paths collide in occupied France as both try to survive the devastation of World War II. This is also a Netflix-limited series. You'll get the hard book, uh, hardback copy of the book if you are a caller. 12-855-839-1210 see if we get our winner when we come back, as well as what's on the cut sheet part due. It's Kalen & Company on a Wednesday morning. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.
1: It's Kalen & Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app.
0: Cale & Company on a busy Wednesday morning. Nick Don and Greg. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash At 1210 WPHG, hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the Kalen Company comment community. What's on the cut sheet part due in just a moment, as well as what's on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and who won social media today with Twitter and YouTube. Obviously, the big story of the day, New Hampshire, Trump rolls 12-point win over Nikki Haley, and uh, we now count down about one month from today. South Carolina Will it be Nikki's last stand Will she make it To Super Tuesday Will she drop out Hopefully by Friday Like Dawn is Recommending that she does (laughs) We will
1: find out She's insisting By Friday That's correct needs to be done
0: That is correct
1: Get her Uh,
2: done
0: Get her done As Larry the Cable Guy Would say (laughs) Let's get to uh, Kevin in Bucks County He's our morning Mystery movie clip Winner this morning Kevin good morning How are you Good morning y'all Good morning yo Uh, So let me ask you What was the clip We just played for you A few minutes ago
3: uh, the best actor in current day beating out Tom Hanks, Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch in The Courier. Real life story. There you go. Congratulations, Woo-hoo! Kevin.
0: You've got your uh, book yes. that we are giving away, and uh, we appreciate you for listening, and thank you, sir, for playing. All right, 933. We've got a lot of audio to get to. Let's get to what's on the cut sheet, part dude What's
3: on
1: the cut
3: sheet? I
1: do. What's on the Couchy Pot new sponsored on this Wednesday by Wawa. Wawa has pizza. Hey, did you guys say Wawa has pizza? It's Wawa actually, has pizza. It's good. It's good. Cool. Is it? Look at that. Ringing endorsement. Get $5 off pizza when you order in the Wawa app or on your favorite delivery app starting at 4 p.m. Got to have a Wawa. Thank you, Wawa, for sponsoring. What's on the Cutchy Pot new on this Wednesday. Uh, All right. Where do I start here? Let's start with some of the reactions. We started playing them uh, earlier, but uh, let's play a little more from CNN, MSNBC and all the usual suspects, starting with cut 21 here. Uh, I brought this up earlier. Uh, Don, like me, believes that it is an issue. The percentage of undeclared voters supporting uh, Haley, uh, Monty Rogers said, uh, should worry the Trump camp for a general election. This is cut twenty-one. Phil, go
0: successes despite how well. He yeah. is. I
1: mean, I think two things can be true at the same time. One, he could
4: be having a night that he's going to win. New Hampshire, that he could be on his way to winning the nomination, but also could raise real warning signs about his viability as a general election candidate. That number about undeclared voters, 66 percent of undeclared voters supporting Haley, just 32 percent for Donald Trump. That is something that the Trump campaign needs to pay attention to if he is indeed the nominee. Just in 2016, he won undeclared voters in New Hampshire, in the primary, over a much more crowded field. In that crowded field, he took about 36 percent of the crowded field. He only got 32 percent in a two-person race. It shows you the challenges that he is facing here. But not yeah. only that, 88 percent of Haley supporters say they'd be disappointed if you were the nominee. 47 percent don't believe you'd be fit to be president To be president, if you were convicted of a crime. All of these things, they need to be clearly worried about regardless of how he does, regardless if he wins the nomination and things they need to work on if you have to
0: broaden it.
2: Jeff, Jeff, you only raised a point a moment ago, though, Abby, and I think it... There we go.
0: Okay, so um, I'd like to give polls, whether they're good or bad. I've got a Pennsylvania shock poll in front of me, uh, courtesy of Susquehanna PR. Uh, the question was, uh, if the election for president were being held today, and the candidates were Joe Biden, the Democrat candidate, and Donald Trump, the Republican candidate, for whom would you vote? And this Pennsylvania poll is actually showing Joe Biden uh, up eight points, 46.8% in favor of Joe, 39.3% uh, in favor of Trump. So kind of playing off of, you know, these independents, especially when we look at these independents or these moderates out there in these battleground states, um, it's, it's got to be a major, major factor to the point that they were just talking about there.
1: Uh, sticking with C- with CNN, Jake Tapper, who was the moderator last night, said about Trump's speech, his victory speech, that it was angry. It sounded angry that uh, that Nikki Haley was still in the race. This is cut twenty two. Phil, go. Because
3: we're going to have a lot to fact check in twenty twenty four. And Aaron, I think you know one of the things that's uh, interesting about uh, Donald Trump's performance this evening is he's mad. He's angry. That was not a celebratory Trump. He's angry that Nikki Haley is still in the race. Right. He was insulting her. He was insulting voters of New Hampshire. He was insulting the the process uh, of the primary system there, which has been going on for, you know, back. It was going the same way back when Donald Trump was a Democrat. Uh, he went after the governor. Um, this is not gracious, Donald Trump. I'm no. going to be the nominee. Come, let us all come together and heal. This is. I am furious where's my hype man to to do even more attacks against
0: well number 1 nice to see Abby Phillips dressed up like the riddler um- <laughs> So that, that's a good book,
2: uh,
0: But, you know, I, I, I didn't sit and watch the entire victory speech, but from everything that we've played this morning, he seemed very loose and celebratory, he having did. a good time. He did. Yeah, Tim Scott and Vivek both uh, battling for who can get their lips on his butt more. <laughs> I didn't sense an angry Trump, and I've heard angry Trump
1: before. I, I watched the entire speech. I'm sure Don did, too. It, mm-hmm. it did not s- sound angry yeah. to me no. whatsoever. Um, Jake Tapper, uh, so let's play a let's play a clip from uh, Trump's speech last night. This is cut sixteen. Phil, uh, he pledges to New Hampshire that he'd cut energy costs by fifty percent if he gets elected. Uh, this is cut sixteen. Trump last night go.
4: And they're destroying our country. So I want to thank I want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank this group of people.
1: I don't know. Does this saying,
4: we will never sound angry to you guys? We nope. will never forget. And I made a pledge. I made a pledge to your state that you have the highest energy costs in the country. In the first year, they're going to be reduced by 50% because we are going to drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. Inflation's going to come way down. But in the first year, your energy costs are going down by 50%. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. We'll see you on the trail. And
0: thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you very much. He loves a microphone. That, that was so that. angry. Oh, my, oh God. my
0: God. He's so triggered. Wow. What, wow. Yeah, well, he's raging. His veins <laughs> are popping out of his forehead.
1: In all seriousness, did because I, I don't know, did CNN air Trump's speech, or are they just projecting? Did they take some of it and the the the... Some of it that they took, he was railing against Haley. Uh,
0: I mean, I I, I have no idea what they did last time. They aired him for, what, 18 seconds? We Mm -hmm. played it, and Jake spoke over top of it, and they faded him out.
1: Um, Chris Matthews was on MSNBC this morning, former host uh, of the Chris Matthews show on MSNBC. He was was a host of Morning Joe. He said that uh, Haley pulled a Bill Clinton number last night. He lost, uh, meaning Clinton lost the New Hampshire primary by eight points and then declared himself a winner in 92. And we know how that worked out for 92. So com- comparing Bill Clinton to Nikki Haley last night, this is uh, Chris Matthews from this morning. Cut 25, Phil, go.
3: She's got another month. If she does, in fact, stay in, and she says she will another month from today in <clears throat> South Carolina. So buckle up. Let's go back up to Manchester, New Hampshire, where we find former MSNBC host, Chris Matthews, Chris, great to see you again today. Uh, what are your impressions this morning after Donald Trump's eleven-point win last night? Well, my impression was really when I watched it last night of Donald Trump. I mean, he was he was blown up, blow, blown apart. Because here is uh, Nikki Haley, a relative newcomer to politics compared to Bill Clinton and people like that, pulling a Bill Clinton number. Back in 1992, Bill Clinton lost. The New Hampshire primary by eight points to Paul Sagas. But at 10 o'clock that night, he went out way before the nightly news, the late news, and he declared himself the winner. You made me the comeback kid. This is exactly what Nikki Haley did last night. She came on when the polls were still very close, the results coming in very close. And she said, I won basically. And that is exactly what is driving Donald Trump crazy. He put a lot of effort into this state. He held a lot of rallies all around the state, very carefully segmenting different parts of the state. He got a lot of poor people, a lot of people hard up, really, coming out for him in the Republican Party. And yet, here she is coming out like a butterfly. You know, she was a caterpillar for a while there. And then a, she's a butterfly Right in his face saying, basically, I won. And I'm going to be in your face now for months. And that is a statement he did not want to hear. He thought he could put her away. And he didn't mm-hmm. do it last night. She's going to be around for weeks. She's going to get a lot of media attention because as you all been saying this morning, she's a lot better now than she was a few weeks ago. She is now yes. the star or close to the star. I thought I saw coming here when I come up here to cover this thing.
0: Um. Where do I begin? Chris Matthews uh, looks like an unmade bed in that video right there. <laughs> I mean, did he pull that suit out of the hamper?
2: He lost a lot of weight. He did. Yeah. No, he's from this area. Yeah. Uh, pride, pride of yeah. LaSalle College High School. Uh, his, his nephew's a listener. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we for, have to be nice.
0: I root for St. Joe's Prep. Um,
1: so, uh,
2: Ouch. <laughs> you no, know, wow. I'm just kidding. No, I um, would say, you know since Greg can appreciate this reference, but... What does that make? Who's the hungry caterpillar then? If she's the butterfly, which was Chris Christie the <laughs> yeah. very hungry caterpillar? Remember that little book? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. But we're really grasping at straws
0: that we're going back to 1992 to try to find some sort of apples-to-apples apples comparison with Bill Clinton. That That's what you got? That's what they brought Chris Matthews back on stage for? Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I mean, that uh, that speech that he gave in 92, the comeback kids speech, you know, made him famous. Um, Look, nobody I, I don't what Nikki Haley did was smart politically. You know, she she went out and basically declared herself the winner before Trump could. And and it you know like that stuff does matter. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that Bill Clinton then went on to win other states. She has no path. Right. That's the yeah. It en- it it ended the Iowa. <laughs> That's the big yeah. It's like yeah, she's just like Bill Clinton, yeah, except Bill Clinton won other states. Right. She will not.
0: Right. And became a president for two terms. So.
1: Uh yeah. Rhonda McDaniel, the head of the RNC, was on Fox News uh, last night and she says uh, that she doesn't see it for Nikki Haley and we can't wait any longer. She must get out. We have to put our foot on the gas. This is cut 23. Phil, go.
2: Well, one thing I will say about the whole field of candidates that have run for president on our side, I commend them. They've been great. This has been a great contest, but I think there's some history that was made tonight. We have never had a nominee in our party that has... Won uh, without winning both without winning either Iowa or New Hampshire. Donald Trump is the first ever to win both. Uh, I'm looking at the math and the path going forward, and I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she's run a great campaign, but I do think there is a message that's coming out from the voters, which is very clear: we need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald Trump, and we need to make sure we beat Joe Biden.
0: Probably pains Ronna to make that admission, right? That it's basically over. And I kind of like the slogan. There's no math and there's no path. <laughs> See,
1: yeah. Trump should take that. Yeah.
0: Hey, Trump will deliver that better than she did. There's no math. There's no path, mm-hmm. bird brain. Time to close up. That's what she yeah. should do.
1: Yeah. I mean, what else is she going to say, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah.
0: All right. That it? Yeah, that's All right. it. That'll do it for part two of the cut sheet. We'll come back, find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and Who won Twitter today? But first, I have to tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. As we ring in the new year, our friends from Piazza Premium Automobiles, they want to wish everybody a happy 2024. And Piazza has a lot to be happy about. They are excited to let everybody know that they've welcomed in two new members to their family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Main Line, both located on Lancaster Avenue. And you're going to get the same first-class customer experience that you've come to know and expect and love from Piazza Premium Automobiles. You can find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti or Maserati today or other Piazza luxury brand items like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and more. Just check them out online right now at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com and tell them Nick Cale sent you. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Doing what we always do, Monday
1: through Friday from 6 to 10. Talking about the issues of the day. By the way, Snow Bunny Gal on on, uh, Twitter says on our sister station this morning, KYW, they made it sound like Trump's hair was on fire. They said he was so angry and was visible during his speech. Oh, his hair was on fire. Well... You know, being like a figure of speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got Saying you. that. Oh. I, I don't know. Like, I, you know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either.
3: Hmm.
0: Very interesting. So, KYW and Jake Tapper, both spinning it completely <laughs> differently.
1: Angry? I mean, he was...
0: I mean, I'll go back. I DVR'd it. I'll go back and watch all yeah, of it. it. Just... I, I didn't sense, I mean, from everything you played and some of the highlights I saw on Twitter this morning at 5.15, I didn't... I didn't sense it was anything different than any other day.
1: The problem is, is everybody would just say, well, that station's just a bunch of Trump apologists. Of course they're going to say that. But, like, honestly, I'm not a Trump apologist. And I didn't didn't see it at all. Yeah? So, I don't know. He's angry. Oh, no! There's going to be mean tweets! (laughs) Mean truths! Just saying. Just saying. All right. Uh
0: 949 as we find out what Dawn has lined up just eleven minutes out.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna take you through the hypocrisy of Pennsylvania Democrats and and I'll begin I'll weave this in, but looking at the Philadelphia DA, looking at the Attorney General, who they go after, and weaving in the fact that they literally raided the farm of an Amish man recently, and what they're going after—it's like unbelievable what weed? they go after. Weed? No. Oh. Mm. Remember,
1: got to confiscate all the shoe fly pie. Remember, we had that story right about all the weed that was being.
2: <laughs> oh, that's true. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's not
2: this, but yeah, okay. maybe that's the heart of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll go through that. Then coming up at what time is this? 1006 ish. We have, have you heard of the John Birch Society being active? I know that it's a, got a mention in the old um, Charlie Daniels song, you know, Uneasy Rider. But the John Birch Society is back, and somebody who used to work in this building, Dave Giordano, is going to join me and tell me about reviving uh, the John Birch Society. Hmm. I didn't even know they were still around. I, I really didn't, so I'm is, curious.
1: Is Dave related to Dom?
2: I was just going to ask that question. Is Dave Giordano related? I don't know. Anthony knows him and says he used to work in the building. Yeah. Is he a relative of Dom?
1: Yeah. And, well,
2: speaking and why of... did Dom say, put him on the Dom show? Maybe that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <it's... laughs> I want to interview my crazy nephew, <laughs> says Dom Gierden. <laughs> no, speaking
0: of relatives, we, we have a new sales rep that I just got introduced to. And Anthony brings her in and says, you know, this is Nick. Nick, this is the new sales rep. And I'm like, oh. And then Dorenzo uh, goes, yeah, she knows my dad. And I'm like, oh, so she knows Dave Dorenzo. Is that a pleasure? Or are you uh, like a little disappointed that you yeah. have to realize that you know that guy?
2: Well, actually... Can you see me? Are we on camera?
0: Yeah, of course you Ta-da. are. Of course you're on camera.
2: There's Leah. Oh, wow. There she is.
0: Oh, there she is. Yeah. All right.
2: Welcome, Leah. Leah,
0: I need a golf deal.
2: <laughs> Stat. <laughs> <laughs> she was, I like that sarcastic, like, you know, a little. Yeah. Uh, so, she's she's great. Did she give her consent to be on um, camera? Oh, did you get consent? That's <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> you just were seen by thousands of people.
2: Millions yeah. of people are like, I like Leah. Yep. So, Leah, welcome. We're welcoming Leah. Do We're welcoming we do? Leah how to how the family of Odyssey, at Odyssey World Headquarters. Coming up at 11, retired Sergeant Betsy Brantner-Smith. So we'll check in with her, all things law enforcement, especially after yesterday's you know emotional day in court for the family of Sergeant Fitzgerald and then moving beyond.
0: Okay. Dawn Show in eight minutes here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as we find out what is going on with Today in Music History.
1: What happened on this day in music history? Music, music history on Caitlin Company. Today, January 24th, we celebrate the birthdays of Aaron Neville, Warren Zevon, Jules Holland of Squeeze, and Matthew Wilder of Break My Stride fame. Also on this day in 2017, we lost Butch Trucks of the Ullman Brothers. In 1965, The Animals appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show for the second time. And lastly, some notable albums include Debbie Gibson's Electric Youth in 89, Van Halen's Balance in 95, and Skid Row's debut in 89. For Kale and Company, I'm Phil Lump with Wow. Nice job by Deb- Phil. Debbie Gibson. Yeah. 1989.
0: And Skid Row. Forever. Good yeah. row as well, also known as Chris Christie's undershirts. <laughs> Sorry, cheap just, shot.
1: Just awful. Why, why am I what taking is, shots
0: at a guy that got three percent? What's wrong with me?
1: It's so wrong. I'm it's such a, I'm
0: such a foul individual. You are. All right, uh, let's wrap it up here on this Wednesday morning with who won Twitter today.
3: Who won Twitter?
1: Irk wins Twitter. Uh, for those of you just tuning in late, where the hell have you been? Uh, he's responding to this cut.
3: We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get
1: <laughs> the benefit. Erk says Biden sounds like Jim Carrey from Bruce Almighty
3: making yes. Steve
1: Carell speak gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with women in America
0: unless you want a knuckle sandwich. <laughs>
3: we'll teach... Donald Trump, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the (laughs) benefit.
0: That's constipated Joe on the (laughs) toilet. Who does number two work for? (laughs) All right, there you go. Nice work out of everybody today. Great show. Uh, the Dawn Show is coming up next. We will have another installment of Kale & Company uh, tomorrow. I don't know why or how, but we will keep on going on because that's what we do. Yep. Uh, will Nikki Haley drop? Will she you know, give Dawn, Dawn her dream yeah. come true?
2: By Friday afternoon. I
0: mean, for all we know, Nikki Haley could be streaming the Dawn Show in exactly six minutes on the Odyssey app.
1: She definitely is.
0: Make you well do because. this for
2: your country. Yes.
0: All uh, right. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And as our favorite senator for Pennsylvania would
3: say. Good night, everybody.
0: Start your day with Kale and company. Weekday mornings, 6 till
3: 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.